Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to your weekly Buckbusters podcast. My name is Bobo, here with the rest of my co-hosts. Hi. How's it going? What's going on? So, start off the night, huge shout out to Stumpy's Hatchet House down here in Erie, PA. Ethan and I went to go throw axes yesterday, and now we might have a potential spot to record after the holidays. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's... It, management there is super cool. Customer service is freaking awesome. Um, and the nice thing is, is they don't just have the axe throwing. I mean, obviously that's their big staple, but they got a bunch of different games. They have a full, they have a full bar. They got all this different stuff. So and if you are in the eight one four area, check them out. Be sure you come down and check out Stumpy's. And honestly, prices aren't bad either. They're what, no, they're what right off, of, right off a of piece here, right? Thirtieth Liberty. Thirtieth Liberty. Yeah. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, so Ethan and I went to go through axes yesterday, like he was saying, and we ended up talking to management about the show. And they're like, oh, that would be awesome. Might be a little noisy, but we can put you in the back room where it's quiet. And Ethan and I kind of looked at each other like, that would be fun. Yeah, It would be a blast. So be sure you guys, and I'm sure we'll make a vlog out of it at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah. But make sure, you guys, you make sure you uh, make sure you guys uh, keep a lookout and keep an ear out for uh, us potentially being at Stumpy's. And if yeah. you do end up seeing us at Stumpy's and you want to say hi to us, by all means, come in, say hi. Yeah, we're all friendly. We're not as much of assholes as we sound like we are. Jiffy's the biggest asshole out of all of us. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> thanks. Jiffy bites a little. Not too hard, but Jiffy bites. I mean... <laughs> he bites pleasurably. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put that. He bites just enough to get you a yeah, I, I have not I'm been to Stumpy's, just, unfortunately. I, I just haven't, 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 gotten the ch- haven't gotten the chance to check him out. The only time I've thrown axes is... At Colin's place with his redneck setup, <laughs> yeah, his, his, his redneck, his redneck uh, axe boards and. <laughs> but no, again, like Bobo said, huge shout out to Stumpy's Hatchet House. Uh, look forward to doing, hopefully, doing business with those guys yeah. and doing some more. Stuff I suppose that they are. With from what you guys told me, Bobo nearly killed somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. These are like actual; they're little hatchets. So when you throw them, you have to get your rotation right so you can't just randomly throw it you literally have to time your wrist and your elbow and everything into one big rotation so the blunt end of the axe kept hitting the board turning a two by four into osb what happens when blunt hits blunt it bounces yeah and yeah how many axes did you have skip between your feet and how many axes did you send between my fucking feet (laughs) five between mine seven between yours i counted yeah, yeah, like, I was about and to come out of there without... Without your toes. Without, without toes. Yeah. Or without a life. Yeah. Bobo was about to fucking snatch my ankles. And you, almost had to get, you almost had to get well, taken out of there on a stretcher. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't until the last, I'd say, what, 20 minutes till I finally found the groove, and I, it was just bulls left and right. Ethan kept looking at me, and he's like, God damn, Bobo, once you're on, you're on. And then he's like, oh, let's switch boards because now I'm actually starting to get the hang of it. And then he starts absolutely ripping fucking piss missiles <laughs> downrange. Uh, like, dude, he was, when I tell you he was genuinely trying to throw th- through a solid 2x4. I did. I was like, and yeah, that was the thing is my boards were pretty much fresh and he literally cracked one in half. <laughs> so the first, <laughs> well, the first one I threw, it cracked like three quarters of the way up. And I was like, okay. I hit it again on the opposite side, and there was a big old like, eight-inch crack down the 2 by 4 Ethan looked at me, and he goes, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, I work retail. And he goes, yeah, good point. I work, <laughs> I work retail. It's like, no, no, I'm competing to be a world's strongest man. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? All right. 
Anyways, on to hockey news. So, um, what was you did you? Did you guys both had a starting topic, didn't you? Or just one of you? Uh, it was just both. It was just, just myself. Okay. I thought so, I remember you saying you had one. But. There was a hot take I found a few days ago from, I, I forget the website, or Hooked on Hockey Magazine. Okay. Is where this is from. And somebody made the hot take, and they said, in 10 years from now, these are a few teams. NHL is going to expand past 32. These are the potential cities. Anchorage, Houston, Quebec City, Hartford, Atlanta, Kansas City, Toronto, and Milwaukee will all have NHL teams. Say Anchorage? Anchorage. As in Anchorage, Alaska? Yes. 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 Really? They, will, they predict they will all have NHL teams. And they'll that, bump I feel it, like that'd and, be interesting. And they'll yeah. bump it to 40 teams. That'd be cool. Can you imagine, like, what, like a road trip to Alaska? Like, that, that, sh- that game yeah. wouldn't start till fucking 1 o'clock in the morning Eastern yeah. Standard Time. No. <laughs> well, well, here's the other problem is when I was reading, when I was scrolling through the feeds, it was Atlanta's already had two shots. Why do they get a third? Yeah, true. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's I would say, fair. honestly, Anchorage wouldn't be a bad thing, but the thing is... How many hockey fans are in Anchorage? Well, there's not a lot. Right. Of, uh, yeah. Maybe that's what they're like, trying do to they, do. Maybe they're, they're trying to expand it. You know? Right. That's all fine and dandy, but like... Do you have the actual surrounding... Like, or not the surroundings, they, I, but I, the... I, I, they probably have an arena somewhere. Like, it's... Oh, I'm Alaska, sure. there's ice everywhere. Alaska yeah. is an arena. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's okay. Yeah, Every single one of their games is going to be a winter classic because winter <laughs> is 364 days out of the year. <laughs> yeah. And thing with kind of like what Bubba said with Atlanta, they've had two attempts at having a team. Yeah. The Atlanta Flames went up back up to Calgary. The Winnipeg Jets. They went down to Atlanta. That was the Thrashers, right? That was the Thrashers. That was the Thrashers, yeah. and then they left to go back up to Winnipeg. Well, here's my. What thing. about bringing back Hartford? Bringing back the Whalers. That, that was one of the teams, Hartford. That was one of the teams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, because the original Winnipeg went down to Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Okay. I don't, I don't, remember, I don't, remember, I don't remember where the Atlanta yeah. Thrashers came about. I can't quite remember. I think that uh, I thought the Thrashers were the original, were the Jets. No. no. The no. Thrashers um, became the Jets. The, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Thrashers the original be- Winnipeg Jets relocated to Arizona. Okay. And then the Thrashers relocated back up to Winnipeg. Okay. I cannot quite remember where the Thrashers Toronto, came from. I, can- I, th- I, don't, I don't think they were an expansion team. I don't think. No, they were an original. They were the, originally their own team. It wasn't they came from anybody So else. they were an expansion team. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they had a weird division, too. It was the Southeast Division. That's ba- yeah, that's back when they had all like, the, the weird... Pansy's playing with the Patrick Division back yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was... The Thrashers were around from uh, 99 to 2011, and then... The Jets were 2011 to present day. Yeah. And I didn't realize the Jets were that young. Yeah. yeah. Because you knew back, back the, all the way back in the day, the original Winnipeg Jets yeah. that are now the Arizona Coyotes. Or were the Phoenix Coyotes and are now the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. See, that's what really kind of fucks me up, yeah. you know, is when you got all these teams bebopping all around God's green earth. Yeah. And it's like... It's, it's like to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins were never the Pittsburgh Pirates. That was a completely different franchise back in the, the yeah. early 1920s, you know, to early 1930s. I don't, I don't can't remember if they lasted that long. but And then the Pittsburgh Penguins became their own brand-new franchise in 1967. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. I'm saying Toronto, like with them, have they have a big market, so they yeah. can they can afford a second team. Yeah. They had multiple. They've had what five, six teams in history. Yeah, they're yeah. the arenas, uh, the arenas, so the St. Pat's, the Marleys. Um, I can't remember if there's another one actually. But um, no, you're right. It's the Marleys. I, I know they're a minor league NHL team now, but I can't remember if the Marleys were at once an NHL um, team. And as for Houston, there's been talks of. He- there has been. There's been rumors the last few years. I'd, I'd like to see another team down in, down in yeah. Texas. The one? Like, have another Dallas, like, have it. Yeah. Battle of the One Star. St- battle of the One Star. Yeah. Um, and, and I know. And then there was Hartford, Connecticut, which that's going to be tough. That's, because that's you another, have Boston. another team where well, we have seen hockey there before. I know, but you have Boston as your next door neighbors. Yeah. How are you going to get fans if you're in Hartford? Yeah, I mean they had them before. I, I mean know. not really. I uh, know, but you have <laughs> they, they, play, they played in a fucking mall, so they couldn't have had well, that many fans. I know, but you have <laughs> they literally played in the middle of a convention center. You have Boston, and you have another big state on the other side of Connecticut. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. No, so the Toronto Marlies were never an NHL team. Who? The, the Toronto Marlies. They were not. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't sure, but they've had multiple so, teams. So, anyways, so and then as for well, the, the ones, yeah, the ones we missed out: Quebec City, Kansas City, and Milwaukee. Those are the last three. I think Kansas City would be a good fit. I think Milwaukee would also be interesting. Yeah, yeah. only seen, there's only what two other or one other team. N- NBA. If you, if you can consider Green Bay and Milwaukee, I know it's Hop's giving a jump right away from Milwaukee, but I mean, you. Well, I'm thinking, I'm looking at it logistically as. Kansas City is a sports city. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, they you got, got the Chiefs, team. they got their NBA, they got... Uh, they don't have NBA. I, don't yeah. I thought they had an NBA. They have MLB. 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 Yeah. Kansas City Royals and Kansas Royals. City Chiefs. Yeah. Or does basketball have it, Kansas? I don't think so. I don't think they do. Uh, well, they might have a WNBA but, team. But they also have, like, college basketball. Who, who watches WNBA? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's no. what I thought. And, <laughs> um, and I know. Yeah, it's just college. Com- They're big on college, but on college sports, basketball, yeah. football. But regardless, they are a sports yeah. city. Yeah. So they I feel. Team. I feel like they would be a good fit yeah. for an NHL team. Yeah. And then the last one, which I accidentally cut Jetty off. Jeffy off was Jetty. Yeah, Jetty. Jetty. <laughs> Jetty. Quebec City. Jetty was the last. Bay. The last one was Quebec City. That'd be cool too. That I know, would be pretty cool. I know that's another, another one that we've also had with the, the Quebec Nordiques. And I know they're begging for another Canada team. They, they, it was it was gonna be if it wasn't gonna. I'm pretty sure if it wasn't gonna be Seattle, it was gonna be Quebec City. Well, okay. give us Saskatchewan. <laughs> well, okay. Here's my question for you. First, isn't that a province and not a city? Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure Saskatchewan a is a province. It is. So here's my question for you. If it's a toss-up between Toronto and Quebec City, where would you rather have a team? Probably Quebec City. Quebec. Yeah, Quebec. I'd, I'd, I'd give two different cities rather than giving this an- another city a double. Because like, we like already see that with the with the Rangers and yeah. the Islanders. I mean, it would be cool to see that, you know, that same city, that inner city rivalry. It would yeah. be cool as hell to see that. Well, isn't Quebec City... Yeah. Yeah, Canadians another, are too nice to have any type of rivalry. Isn't Quebec City another hop, skip, and a jump from Toronto? Or are they no, further it's a, apart? It's in Quebec. Toronto's well, in Ontario. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Quebec is in yeah, Quebec. I'm Quebec, Quebec City. City's in Quebec. Yeah, I, I know. That no, I, Qu- I, Quebec City's in Philadelphia. Like. Quebec, City, Quebec City's in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Calgary Flames in Edmonton. They're in Alberta. Yeah. Alberta. Alberta, and then what? Winnipeg I keep forgetting Calgary's in Alberta. Yeah, and Winnipeg's in what? Man- Manitoba? 
Yeah. It's fucking Canada. Yeah, Who I don't. There's what? Well, there's only like 11 to choose from up there compared yeah. to the 50 we got down here in the, the good old US of A. Yeah. Um, but before we get too sidetracked, let's finally move on to some news here. Jeffy with some OHL news, OHL milestones. Real quick, um, there was a just kind of major news with the Windsor Spitfire earlier on December 5th. Um, assistant head coach um, Andy Delmore, he had emergency medical emergency during practice. Um, oh, wow. Um, he was immediately checked on and transported to the Windsor Regional Hospital. Um, he's currently in stable condition. Um, he did tweet out that he's okay and that just had some type of medical issues. So oh, wow. That's, that's always scary. So shout out. Um, so prayers to you. Prayers, prayers to him, to him and, yeah. and his family in the Windsor Spitfires organization. Um as for milestones, we'll go back to December 3rd. One thing we did miss from last week, um, Jets prospect Dominic Devensis of the North Bay Battalion gets his first career shout-out against the Peterborough Peets. On in December 4th, um, a NHL prospect for the, us upcoming draft, Quentin Musty of the Sudbury Wolves, ties franchise record for most points in a single game with one goal, six assists, with a total of seven points Hot. against, oh, against wow. Niagara. Wow. I mean, Niagara, that's not a shocker in at all. But no. But. Can't, I mean, I can't talk shit with the way fucking Erie's been playing the past couple we weeks. We can always talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, then on December 5th, um, head coach um, of the Flint Fibers, Dent, becomes the winningest head coach in franchise history. Then on December couple, two December 6th um, things. NHL prospect for the 2023 draft. Colby Barlow of the Owen Sound Attacks makes Owen Sound history with a goal in 10 straight games. Surpasses Kyle McAllister of the 2000 and 2001 franchise season wow. against the Sioux St. Marie Grey. For a second, I thought you were about to say one goal and 10 assists. I was about to say, get that. <laughs> No, <laughs> but no, at least I, I, it I, Owen sounds thirteen to one win over the Niagara Ice Dogs. I, I was waiting for that. Saint Marie, again, yeah. Salt Saint Marie. So congrats to him. And then Boston Bruins prospect Brett Harrison of the Oshawa Generals. He gets his first career hat trick against London. Ha ha ha! ha. London sucks. <laughs> Sweet. And then on December seventh. Logan Morrison of the Hamilton Bulldogs becomes the all-time assist leader with 133 assists against the Mississauga Steelheads. Dang. Wow. In one game. <laughs> <laughs> and then on December 9th, Red Wings prospect Amadeus Lombardi record his first career. Amadeus. Amadeus. His first career hat trick against the Sarnia Sting. Love to see it. Um, And then... A thing we kind of forgot to bring up a few weeks ago. Um, obviously, the Memorial Cup is coming back to the Ontario Hockey League for the Memorial Cup in 2024. Um, Kingston, the Kingston Frontenets, the Niagara Ice Dogs, and the Sobury Wolves have both put in to try to uh, to try to bid for the hosting. Ho the hosting. Okay. Wow. And while we're talking about that, I kind of want to ask Ethan how he because we did talk about it when we did our oh. OHL kind of pl playoff bracket. How do you feel with the hosts? B 
being entered on it. So obviously the WHL champions and the QMJ champions and the OHL champions are automatically entered into the Mortal Cup for winning their individual leagues. But the host is also entered in it because they're hosting it. How do you feel personally about about the host being... Uh, I mean... Because obviously we saw... Last time the OHL had host the Memorial Cup was in 2017 when the Windsor Spitfire hosted it. They lost... Beat in the final. They, they got knocked out by London in seven in the first round, but then came back to compete in that and end up winning it. <sighs> I'm per, me person. I'm I was never was a fan of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. I think it all depends on how well the host team does. I, I, I if they make the playoffs, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying, I like how you guys asked me to answer this question, and I'm the only fucker that hasn't talked well, yet. Technically, Jeffy asked you the question. Yeah. I didn't. But I'll go. I'll continue what I was saying after Ethan. I explained. No, you're good. Go ahead. Um, as I feel like with the hosts, if they can at least get past, at least into the final four, then of the playoffs, then I can see yes, they could be a contender for the to compete in this Memorial Cup. Right. I, I, but if they don't make the playoffs then, or get it knocked see, out first, here's, then no. This is kind of my thought on it. And you guys may agree to disagree. And like I've been saying for three seasons, I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> That's to we all know and love. I feel like they should treat it as they would like the Stanley Cup. Treat it as, you know, have your big, big playoff, you know, have top however many from each fucking division going for it, and then just strictly have a final mm. instead of doing a fucking bracket challenge for it. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. instead of doing a straight-up bracket challenge and whoever wins it wins the final game wins the cup. Right. Mm. I feel like they should treat it like the Stanley Cup. I think that would be the fairest way to decide. Well, because, it, in my opinion, I don't feel like the hosting team or hosting city or hosting whatever the hell should get an automatic buy into <coughs> the right. fucking cup run. And I also feel like, I mean, it, it also would be a little bit more difficult with three different leagues competing for the Memorial Cup. Because they do, how what, they do what it. What I think would be cool is if they were to do something like the winner of each conference from each league. The winner of the East and West from the OHL. The winner of the I think it's I think it's East and West for all the three leagues. East and West, the top two, or maybe even the top two from each conference. Duke it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like like this this kind of came up because last year with the, the St. John's Ice Dogs, they were what, like like didn't even make the playoffs in there in the they they the QMJHL. Yeah. Yeah. The QMJHL, they didn't even make the playoffs over there. I think they might have, but they might have gotten eliminated first round. I don't even yeah. think they made the playoffs. I don't think they're they like made one it. of the worst teams in the league over there. But because they were the host city, they got to play, and they ended up going all the way and beating Hamilton, the OHL champion home Hamilton Bulldogs. See for the memorial. Yeah. See, I guess. I yeah. Can, see to me. Uh, see to me, that's just bullshit. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it's, it's it's our, even looking at an order standpoint. If we were to host with the way we play, we don't fucking deserve to be in that tournament. Oh, God, no. <laughs> absolutely God, not. Absolutely see, not. The only thing, I, the only way I can see where they're coming from, and I guess this is more of a business financial standpoint, it's 
this, you know, host city, whatever, is shelling out all this money for all these players, all the advertisements, all what, all the merchandise, whatever they're going to sell. So it's kind of like a 50-50 split. Since you're spending, let's, I'm just going to throw a number out there. Say you're spending, you know, a million dollars, 1.5 mil on all these teams, your arena, you're going to be that shit hectic for the next six months. Well, guys, we'll let you play as a thank you. <coughs> yeah. You know, oh, I mean, because you're paying. You know, let's you, you got to pay to put banners yeah. up everywhere. You got to pay to exactly. repaint center ice. You got to exactly. you got to pay to you know, it, put. So let's call it two banners million. and flags outside the arena. Let, let's uh, call you it know, advertising on billboards around your yes. city. So let's call it two million even. That's about an average number for all the advertisement costs. Two million even for merchandise. Food, drinks, beer, you know, liquor, whatever. Because it's, you know, after the season when the arena's not really doing anything, so I have to purchase extra. Exactly. So it's kind of a way of saying, hey, because you're paying X amount of money, we're going to let your team play so you don't have to pay for them. You pay for three out of the four teams. That's why they do it so far ahead of time, whether it's the 2024 Championship or twenty twenty four cup, and they're already debating on who's gonna who's gonna host it. Mm. I so just, it, it gives them time to you know to prepare and you know save up and get ready for it. Yeah, and that's and, and as I said, that's all fine and dandy, but I I'm still a firm believer is that this should go off of statistics and not just whoever's fucking hosting. Like, uh, can you imagine like if the NHL did that? Like, I don't know. For example, I don't know who's one of the worst teams in the league right now. Anaheim. Uh, so Arizona. Anaheim hosts. The Stanley, it's the ho- you, the Stanley Cup is automatically played in Anaheim, no matter who's in it. That'd be like all, all, automatically the Ducks get a playoff spot, no matter how poor they are. That wouldn't be right. No, no, it's you know, not. The, you know the six, seven, or you know the six, seven, eight teams, you know, or some one, like like one of those teams would end up getting pushed out because just because Anaheim's hosting yeah. it. Well, the only thing like, I, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and bouncing off what Ethan said, I could understand it if they would look at stats that year. You know, or even do the winner of the previous year make their life easier instead of balancing and choosing. Okay, Erie, you won the cup this year. Congratulations, you're hosting. Prep. Honestly, I like you're hosting that, next year. I like whoever wins the Memorial Cup hosts the fall. Host I like that the following idea. year. That's actually that's a solid idea. That's really good, Bobo. And do the same. That's thing. a solid idea. You can even say the same thing in the NHL. If it's let's say it's Pittsburgh and Dallas. But I, I think their worry would be, what if I don't know, say Hamilton would have won, they host next year, then they just continue to win and win and that's win. That's fine. They deserve it. They win. It's the, it's fair. a hockey. I mean, it's the whole thing yeah. that they they want it. You know, they want it to go to different places. Yeah. They want it to hockey you know, to, is to a, expand. And hockey. That's all fine and, Again, that's all fine and dandy, but like Bobo was saying, if you have a team that keeps just winning, fucking let them win. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I'd love to see it take place in Erie. You know, I'd I know love they to see it, but they, like, I just, I don't they did think, put the bid in. And I just well, don't think our arena is big enough, unfortunately. Too, well, Erie is just too small of a city in general. An Erie crowd that draws, what, average of maybe two twenty five hundred to 3,000 a night compared As, to these bigger cities, Windsor, London, yeah. that average 85 right. to 9,000 a night. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, you know, even, you know, bump that up to the NHL. Let's say it's Pittsburgh, or not Pittsburgh, let's say it's Dallas and Tampa, and they're playing in, I don't know, Chicago. Dallas wins it. You know, hey, congratulations, Stars, or, you know, Dallas, you're hosting the Stanley Cup next year. Yeah, because obviously um, this year. And if Dallas isn't playing, you at least know the city. If Dallas, if they happen to make the Stanley Cup that year and they won it the last year, good for them. They earned every penny. Because this year's Memorial Cup of 2023, um, 
the Cantaloupe Giants of the WHL, they're going to be the hosts. The Cantaloupe Giants, that's different. They'll be the hosts of the Memorial. No offense, are you pronouncing that correctly? Is it actually the Cantaloupe Giants? Cantaloupes. Cam Loops. Cam Loops. Okay. I like the Cantaloupe Giants. I was gonna uh, say they just got giant bright orange like pastel orange jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking. Their their arena is just called the Melon. <laughs> um, and then another kind of thing to talk about um, the Hamilton Bulldogs. While we're kind of just briefly talk about them, they are gonna be there's they are gonna be going up to Brantford. Um, Next for the next two years potentially with their um, arena being renovated for the next because they're not mm-hmm. eligible to play in their arena, so they'll be going up there for their. That'd be yeah. interesting to see. Absolutely. Are they going to? I would assume they're going to keep the name Hamilton. I don't think they're going to change their name to the Bradford Bulldogs for, sh- for two years. That'd be stupid. Shun it. But I w- well, we've seen some stupid shit happen in hockey, so I wouldn't put it. I past. mean, yeah. <laughs> and then last, lastly, but um. In last night's game, December 9th, the Erie Otters, Brett Brissett, he played in his 100th career game last night against the Windsor Spitfire. So Ready boy. Bert. Congrats to Brissett. Is that all for OHL? Yeah. yeah it is. Alrighty. All right, just a fun little a little question to, to get us in the mood or get us heated, I guess. Out of these three, who has the most punchable face? Brad Marchand, Matthew Kachuk, or Jordan Bennington? Brad Marchand. Matthew Kachuk. Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington. <laughs> Jordan Bennington has turned into a real bitch. So is Brad Jordan Bitchington is what I've been calling him. I'd say it's a tie. Or Jordan between, I'd say it's a tie between Kachuk and Jordan Bennington. I said just last and just last week he had two incidents. Obviously, he tried to do a big hit on Eric. Was it Eric? Eric Stahl. Eric Stahl during the last week's game when who Bennington? Yeah. yeah. Of course he. Completely failed on that one. And then this just earlier this week against the Pittsburgh Penguins. What? Sucker I think punch. it was, was it Brian Rust. Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker behind the net, pretty much sucker punched him for no fucking reason. Mm. For pretty much going to play the puck. Then got pulled after surrendering, what, four goals? Three well, goals? Three or four goals in like less than 12 shots. Wow. Gets pulled and taunts and chirps the Penguins bench as he's getting pulled up. I saw that. I, and I'm I think like, the, what? Jason hey. Zucker's reaction was. <laughs> like you, you just gave up four goals in 12 shots or three goals in 10 shots, whatever it was. Yeah. And you're going to chirp and, you know, he's like you're the better person. He's a goaltender. Yeah. That's, that's really like, and he's, pretty... he's chirping like he's the better person or well, the better player in that so situation. Here's my opinion on Bennington. He's a, he's a gaping fucking twat. Well, <laughs> what he is. it's not that he's out of his prime. I don't, he's not. He's like 24 be, years old. It's hard to be out of your prime when you never fucking hit your prime. I thought he was like oh. third. I, yeah. I thought he was in Did his Did Mike pick 30. that one up? I think so. <laughs> I thought he was in his 30s. So I was like, maybe. No, he's baby. No, Jordan. Wow. That, that year they won the cup. That was his rookie season. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jordan Bennington is. A minor league goaltender at best. He is not deserving of an NHL spot. He is just, fucking dog shit. I'm just, sorry. I, I, he is a god-awful goaltender, and I don't need to even go into explanations about Matthew Kachuk, because I want to... Ooh, I want to curb stomp that little fucking swap waffle. I mean... You want to talk about... You want to talk about a genuinely useless player on a hockey team. Matthew Kachuk... The dude spends more time in the box. I never under. I think you get the two mixed up. I thought you hated Brady more. 
I hate both of the Kachuk <laughs> brothers. <laughs> it's here's the thing. He hates both of them, but he has to rant about one of them a week just to get his. <laughs> I think he'll be going up about Brady. I hate both of them. Do I hate Brady slightly more? Sure. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that I don't want to fucking imprint the sole of my boot on the back of Matthew Kachuk's head. <laughs> like, like, oh my god! I he spends more time in the box on an ice arena than he does in the bedroom at home. Oh, <laughs> like, ooh, he coming up next week. Ethan Belknap interviews Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> oh, I would pray for it. Ooh, ooh, I would pray for it. I would rip that little ass. I would, I would tear please that, finish that sentence. I would tear that asshole a new asshole. <laughs> It'd be assholeception. Oh my god! We'd be oh man, like Ethan knows how to get the crowd going. We'd be, we'd be looking like we're at the fucking Avian Awards from how many assholes are around. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> okay, so I guess I was gonna ask a different question, but I think we clearly know Ethan's answer. Go, go for it. Go, go, send it. Is there any other player besides those three that you just want to punch right in the face? Oh jeez, Austin Matthews. And Brady Kachuk. I saw that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, besides honest, the no, four. genuinely, 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 if there is a player I could get into an octagon with and just beat the ever living father, son, and holy ghost out of, <laughs> man, that's kind of a tough one because there's a lot of players I'd be like, oh, I want to absolutely. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, to, to make Ethan's decision easier, pick a number between one through four. Four. Jordan Bennington. Mm. There's your answer. Oh, yeah, the I octagon. curb stomp him. <laughs> I, I, I would. you're meeting in the octagon. Good luck. Okay, just because he can dodge pucks, because obviously he can't fucking stop him, doesn't mean he can stop fists. <laughs> You can't stop pucks, does I he? Think, I think the uh, the audience is now finally wondering why we love this guy so much. God! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Like, like I, I still wonder where the hell Colin found this dude from. <laughs> I don't know. Probably picked him up some. Di- I'm, I've been trying to figure that out for the last fucking eighteen years now, and for some reason he keeps me around. <laughs> well, Just where, where, where Ethan gets these insults from beats me, man. Like, oh God! Just ooh, Jordan Bennington. <clears throat> oh, he, 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 he's just a fucking Neanderthal in a suit. That's all he is. He's not worth a fuck anywhere else. No so, one's gonna want him with the way he. God, I'm channel. Hey, right, before I am channeling my inner Steve Dangle. Before right now. Ethan throws himself into cardiac arrest. Before I have a fucking stroke. <laughs> let's move on here, real. Quick. Oh no, because I was gonna talk about Crystal's Tang. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Great segue. Amazing segue. Crystal Continue. Tang. Crystal Tang is back on the ice tonight with the Penguins. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> After suffering his second stroke and suffering, suffering his second fucking stroke. God, I'm going to hell. All right. <laughs> Batting a thousand on this one, boys. Cool. But I'm my stomach hurts. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but am I? No. Yeah. It's, no. Quite a, I'm surprised to see Chris Latane back. I honestly really was too. I mean, it's, again, it's it's his decision. If he says he's ready, I'm sh- I can guarantee you it wasn't the coach's decision. Like, get your ass out there. You're fine. Yeah. I can guarantee you it was his decision. He's like, you know what? No, I'm ready. I want to. I want to get this team. I want to play for this team. I want to defend this team. I guess my if only he if he th- think personally thinks that and he thinks he's ready, 
They probably said they probably like our hands are tied. They go for well, it. Um, all right. So, it, w- was it too soon? Personally, yes. I think I yes. Think oh, personally. absolutely. Way so, too soon. Okay. He should have been out at least another two weeks. So, I would have given him another month. Yeah. I would have given him after the new year. I would have so, given him at least a month off. Yeah. I so, should give. At least come back. Because he had his what? He had a stroke. What last well, week? Last Tuesday. Last, last Monday. Monday. Like 12, last 12, Monday. 12 days ago. Yeah. Originally, they, he, they said he was out for the season indefinitely. I'll g- listen. And I gotta or, give the dude credit. Yeah. He's got he's got fucking balls. Oh no. Yeah. Whether I am this we, dude has has had a stroke and was back on the ice in twelve see, seconds. Here oh, I am. Well, I, I st- step out of the shower, stub my toe in the corner of the toilet, and I sit and cry for thirty five minutes. <laughs> See, my only issue... You just kind of added yourself, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> my, only, my only big problem, I guess, he might feel ready, but I don't think his body is ready. It's kind of like... okay. That's, so, actually, that's so, actually a really well, good Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> On a, a lot less minor scale, myself with my epilepsy. If I have a seizure, I'm not allowed to do anything for a week. Because my legs are weak, my arms are weak, and my body has to recuperate itself. And I can't even imagine trying to be a hockey player trying to recuperate from a fucking stroke. You know, yeah. I, you know we were we were at the Otters game tonight, which we forgot to talk about that a little bit. We'll, we'll go back to that after we... Uh, Do we want st- to? St- st- not really. But not really. <laughs> I feel like we kind of have to discuss the elephant in the room, but... So we were at the other game, so we didn't. I didn't get to. We didn't get to watch the Penguins game, so I didn't really get to see how Chris Letang looked. If he looked like a normal self, which you know, it's Chris Letang, it's give or, it's give or take with Chris Letang. But if he was his normal self, if he was up to par, if he was where he's supposed to be at, or if he was you know on the slower side, I'll definitely be watching the highlights at some point tonight to to, to try and see how, how he, he was were, doing. If he were smart, I can imagine him trying to take it slow because you got to think this is his second stroke in a decade. And the dude in less than a decade, less than a decade. Less than a decade. yeah, they're eight, eight, years of, eight years apart. Yeah. Was it five? Twenty fourteen was his last one. And he's only thirty four years old. Thirty four, thirty five, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Peter at Man. that point, me personally, as a hockey player, if I if I were in Crystal Tang's boots, I would look at it this way: is be like, listen. I'm not even 40 years old, and I've already had two fucking strokes. I say he played a total of 22 minutes tonight. Wow. Oh wow! I would. That's on the second line pairing. He was on the second line tonight. But but still 22. If yeah. I were if I were in his boots, I would look at it as I'm 35 years old. I've had two fucking strokes in the last decade. Like, can I keep on doing this? Can I keep putting my body through this fucking stress? Because obviously, as we all know. Hockey ain't a gentle sport. It's not no, like no. flag football or no. anything like that. No, it's you take a fucking 90-mile-an-hour puck, frozen hunk of rubber to the chin, you spit your teeth out, and you continue to play. Yeah. yeah and like, it's like... It's one of those things, like, we obviously don't know what's going through his mind, you know, out there, and, like... Uh, don't get me wrong. Even he, my, does, does, he, does he feel pressure? Does he feel obligated to do this because he just signed that big contract in the offseason? I think it's more or less an, uh, he feels obligated. I like, like that word. Is he, yeah. he going to feel too guilty if he calls it quits again right after signing this huge contract? Well, because for the fact that money could could have been used towards bringing in somebody but else. But here's or, the thing though. Even myself as a Detroit fan, do I want to see Latang retire at least this season? No. no Fuck no. Absolutely not. Dude's an absolute stud of a player. But at that point, if he if he is feeling like, okay, maybe it's time that 
I hang this shit up. Because, well, like, at that point, it's... I mean, look at Jack Eichel. Look at how Buffalo <coughs> fucking treated Jack Eichel. And look at what ended up happening with him. That wouldn't let him get a surgery that he wouldn't needed him, to pretty much continue his career. And it's like... I don't, now, I don't see the Penguins doing anything to that extent. I, right. I definitely don't see, especially Mike Sullivan, I don't see him doing something yeah. like that, but... I could see them potentially trying to hold him out on it, but he's going to be... I, can, I mean, obviously we're outsiders, so we don't know what's going on in the Penguins front office or what's going on with the, the training staff, and the we management never will. staff. Yeah. But well, yeah, it's, it's not something is, that they're ever going to release. I would have to look at it as... Be like, enough is enough. Yeah. Like, like, and it's not like the coaches are going to hold him back and be like, oh, no, you got to keep playing. Yeah, you suffered two strokes before the age of fucking 40. Yeah. But you you need to keep playing. It's like, well, no. If they if they do that, I could see Latang trying to get out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I can wholeheartedly see, even though he signed. I don't that, think so. Even though he, if if, if that, there is stuff like that going on behind the scenes, then either yeah. That, but either that or he'll retire. So yeah. I, I can I can probably yeah. I can I would hope and I can almost guarantee that this was his decision to play tonight. I, oh, I, I I'm sure so of it too. I wholeheartedly but, believe that this was a him decision. Because they announced, hey, he's going to be out indefinitely. He's going to be out. With, they originally said week to week, and he's out 12 days. Yeah. He's only and back it, out on the ice. He only missed, what, three games, four games? Five games. Five games Was it five? Yeah. Five. Yeah, yeah so, earlier in the week they were show, like, hey, he's back on the ice, like, practicing with yeah. the team. In a, After, four, what, eight days he's already back out practicing? Yeah. I don't days. say that he had his stroke, he... Told Mike Sullivan, "Hey, when can I get back on the ice?" Yeah, like he yeah. joked around. Like, like, it's like, dude, you literally just had a fucking stroke. <laughs> well, the, like the scary thing about the whole situation. That's, that's what pretty much makes me confirm. Like it, it was probably him decision. Literally yeah. the day of, or like the next day, he goes, "Yeah, I'm ready. What can I play?" Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I, fine. Like I'm good. Like, let me the, get me out. Let me out there. I guess the other scary thing is we have to consider is a lot of people don't recover from one. Like. Ah, he my, seems like he's been doing all right. I know. Well, like my family has history of. <laughs> no, I mean that genuinely. I don't mean that jokingly. Oh, I, I, I mean yeah, like no, he no. seems like he's been doing okay after. I know, but the scary thing is bouncing off what you said with the stress, and we don't know what's going on behind the curtain and all that fun stuff. Is the stress causing him to physically break down and the shit? You know, it's him not, being it's him, not, his job is to defend. And, you know, he's constantly getting pucks shot at him, getting hit, making yeah. hits. Like, there's he's only constantly so, having that, that, there that, is tra- only that force. And from the slight medical knowledge that I have. Oh, I don't have jack shit, so I can't really speak. But yeah. Well, I was trained in medical stuff with the Army. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do know is that under certain conditions, the body can only take so much stress, yeah. can only take so much abuse, and especially strokes, if they aren't addressed and they aren't taken care of, obviously and this it's one. it's kind of similar to what, what Bubble had, you know, the one of the main possibilities that they said for your seizures was stress and over, well, you know, over-exhaustion, well, yeah, overworking they, yourself. They told me my big three was stress, over-exhaustion, and lack of sleep. And they basically told me, I'll never forget this, after my second seizure, my second major seizure, I was up for two weeks. My neurologist straight up looked at me in the eyes and he said, dude, you nearly worked yourself to death. And I said, what do you mean by you, that? You lost your license for six months? Yeah. I do know and, that. And, 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 and he's like, I asked him, I looked up and I asked him, I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, dude, 
your brain physically shut down because it couldn't take it. He's like, you are one of the strongest young men I have ever met. Please do not do this to yourself. It's and as I said, I'd lo- I'd I'd hate to see. My biggest thing, and this is again unbiased, just as a hockey fan in general, I'd hate to see something like that happen to him again. Yeah, and the to, thing is, to is anyone, what, to anybody, to anyone, and the thing is, is once you have one stroke, it kind of makes you a little bit more prone yeah. to others. Yeah. Obviously, he has him having his second one. Same. Who's not? Who's not going to say he has a third? I see. Yeah. Who's not going to say he's that? Same thing with the epilepsy. When the when the neurologist talked to me, he said anything on this planet with a functioning brain can or will have an episode at some point in their life at some point yes at some point in their life now he said if they have one it never happens again it was just one incident i had one while i was down in texas yeah i don't know if i ever told you guys yeah. about that no. yeah I, you told I, me i remember I you had told me i had a mini seizure while i was in texas really? yeah, before, I came, before i came home it was actually literally it was two days before I came home. Yeah, you really? Told- I was outside. I was outside with my friends. I was kind of crouched up against a wall. Had my phone in my hand or whatever, and I stood up. I don't know if it was just from the movement of me standing up so quick or what, because I did have a little bit of a nicotine buzz going on with mm-hmm. me. But I stood up real quick. Walked and say I that. say I started here. When I came back in two, I was here. And I was hunched over, hmm. like on the verge of falling on my face. Wow. And I did not know that. I was talking with my guys. I was sitting <clears> there like, you you good? Like, and I'm like, I, I don't know what happened. They're like, you stood up. Your head rolled back. Your eyes rolled to the back of your mm-hmm. head. Where did you start grunting? You started shaking and you just started walking. Yep. And you about fell on your face. Holy shit. My so, f- yeah, I've... And that makes, that kind of adds up, that makes a lot of sense. You were just over in, over in your deployment for, what, eight, nine months? You know, comp, like, constant stress. working, all in that, yeah. outside in that heat. Yeah, so... Constantly. I, yeah, I, I, that one had to do, and, take, do some physical toll on, you know, oh, yeah. over time. And then coming out back over to the States, you were... Yeah. And introduced to humidity and pollen and all yeah. that different shit again. Having all those different variables that I didn't yeah. have for nine or ten months. And Yeah, well, because I do remember that phone call. It was a real scary phone call. Because you called... I, you called myself to ask questions. You called me, you're like, hey, the guys told me I had a seizure, what do I do? And like, yeah, they, uh, like it wasn't obviously it wasn't a massive one yeah. to do like any damage. He, he called but me an hour after the whole incident. Yeah, he called me, and I can tell. So I can tell it wasn't Ethan because like I've never heard Ethan's voice crazy deep. This was like he just woke up at four o'clock in the morning and has to have a cup of coffee deep. It was like it was like <laughs> deeper. I'd be fair. Ethan's voice dude, on the phone in general is dude, a lot it, deeper. It was than deeper than person. Morgan. <laughs> Fre- it was like Morgan Freeman deep, and I knew yeah. something was wrong. Like it just I was like, hey man And I felt like I got hit by a fucking bus. Like I felt like I got hit by a truck. That's scary. I didn't know that happened. I looked up and I I said, Hey man, are you all right? And he goes, Yeah, I just had a seizure and I'm like, You okay? And he goes, Yeah, what do I do? Because I've never had one before, and I'm like, I mean, that and I told him, I'm explains like, explains what we just said. Like, yeah. you can have one at any point, yeah, at any point in your life. And I mean, I'm at, the, I would, I can confidently say, I'm, I'm the healthiest I've been. 
I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. you lost what forty pounds over there? Sixty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you know, I'm the healthiest I've been. I'm the happiest I've been, and it just it happened out of the blue. Yeah. So it's, and it's crazy. It's and absolutely so crazy. So and that right there proved to me it doesn't matter what type of health you're in. Yeah. That type of shit can happen to anyone yeah. at any point. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to some brighter things before we uh, turn this into a, a, a sob story for the, the entirety of the episode. So, brighter side of things. Moving on to some NHL milestones. Uh, Samuel, F- I don't want to say the say this wrong, Fagimo from the LA Kings scored his first NHL career goal against the Carolina Hurricanes on December 3rd, as well as Dylan Sandberg of the Winnipeg Jets against the Anaheim Ducks on December 4th. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, from December 6th, Shane Wright scored his first NHL career goal against the Montreal Canadiens. Jonathan Kovacevic of the Montreal Canadiens scored his first NHL goal against the Seattle Kraken. And <laughs> William Bitton of the St. Louis Blues scored his first NHL career point against the New York Islanders. I believe that was off of a Jordan Cairo goal. Do not quote me on that. I'm not 100%. I don't Cairo. 100% quite remember. Also on December 6th, Sidney Crosby had his 90th career multi-goal game. Wow. Also on Tuesday, Mitch Marner extended his point streak to 20 games, which I believe that's... He's at 21 now. He's at 21 after today. He's at 21 now. Um, Dude, he is on fire. He is. In uh, Wednesday's matchup, Tage Thompson becomes just the fifth player in NHL history to have four goals in a single Period. Well, that helped me a lot in fantasy. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. I dropped him like two weeks ago. That was like that was a big mistake <coughs> there, bud. <laughs> I was gonna say because I remember like it was funny because once he dropped him, he immediately got repicked up, and I'm like either Kyle fucked up or someone snagged it right before him. <laughs> and I snagged him. Yeah. <laughs> and it was literally I got two notifications within five seconds. It was boop and boop, and I'm like, and I was like, my brain was having a seizure. Four, like, five, five in the game altogether, and then wow. four. That's period. incredible. In a nine-four, I'm I'm not a big fan of him, but that's that's a hell of an accomplishment. That's yeah, that's a hell of a milestone. Hell yeah. And finally, Alexander Alexiev of the Washington Capitals scored his first career NHL point, also against the Seattle Kraken. Oh, and there was another big milestone in kind of international news, but it involves an NHL player, Henrik Zetterberg is officially to be inducted into the IIHF Hall of Fame. I saw that. Nice. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Um, Patrick Kane, he got his 1,200th point earlier in the week. Did I miss that one? Okay. Yeah. We, he just got at the beginning of last week, so he got his 1,200. Okay. What was the other one that you guys just sent earlier? Uh, David Perron played in his 1,000th career game, played games with all of St. Louis, Edmonton, which I did not know that one. Uh, Pittsburgh, Anaheim, know. Vegas, and Detroit. I didn't know you played okay. for Pittsburgh. And I got you one more. You for Pittsburgh? No. Really? So I knew St. Louis at Edmonton. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he was the same around the same time that we had. Um, the L R B or not Reeves. No. No. Beginla. I think he's right around the same time that we had a Ginla for that half season. Okay. So wait, the Penguins had Jerome again? Yeah, we had Jerome Ginla for like half, like 25, 30 games, like half a season. I vaguely remember. Yeah. It was cool as hell. It's cool as shit. He only, I think he only scored like five goals with us. I vaguely cool remember. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. For so, very, it might even been less than twenty. It was a very brief amount of time. So no, it was no more than like forty, like half a season. All right, and then I got onto um, the uh, the big controversy of the week: Jeff Skinner being suspended for three games for his cross check to the head of Jake Gensel. I don't know. I think you might be the only one that didn't see this. No, I um, can. We can show him. I'll show him on break. So we could show him where we even just take a quick pause. Uh, yeah, do some, do some other. 
last-second news here before we go any further and discuss anything else. Um, what was the other one? Um, actually, hold on. I can show him right now. Bill Hornick became the second defenseman in NHL history to post a road point streak of 11, sense, yeah, 11 games from the start of the season joining Paul Coffey, who had a point in each of Edmonton's first 12 contests as visitors in the 86-87 season. Mm. So, Ethan's currently watching the video, and the suspension is for three games. Now, you two have already seen it. I'm going to ask Ethan. Do you think three games is not enough, too much, or just right? I would have given um. I, I, I would say anywhere between three and five. I personally said five. Because I, I, I think three is enough. Three is enough. Only for the fact that Jake... Did Jake Ensel kind of instigate... Yes. Being a Penguins fan, I have no problem admitting. No, no. Did he instigate? Yes. yes. Well, no, I mean... If it was just kind of he just went up and just boom out of nowhere, yes. That's five, six games and probably a fine. But Jake Gensel did kind of instigate. I would have given him one for every cross check he but took he, and he you got know, four to the head. You know, Gensel kind of just got hit first so Gensel used his well, stick. I think that's what set Skinner off is well, that Gensel used his stick. But yes, Jake I got mean, shoved first. Yeah. But so then, yeah, then Jake slashed his stick right to his shins. He had a couple jabs and then the... Then he goes the cross check. one, two. Th- he got. I would have given him one per check. Cause I saw four. I, I saw four <laughs> movements with the stick for each cross check. I would say four is fair. I would have given him I'm, one. I'm, for I'm happy with three. I think I'm three is three's just enough. fine. Um, it wasn't, you know. I don't think it drew. I don't think it drew blood. I know against he had to go back to the locker room and take the rest of the period off. It was like thirty seconds after the, the third period. And then with that but. penalty, they gave Jeff Skinner a five minute misconduct for. Well, five-minute penalty. Five, it was a match penalty. It was, he yeah. was done for the game. Yeah. Which, I mean, that it yeah, was only 30 co- seconds left of the game, and then it ended up costing him because Penguin scored yeah. on the on the power play in overtime to win the game. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was it was a nasty play. I mean, that I mean, yeah. I don't – I mean, well, I've never really hated Jeff Skinner, but no. that was a dirty play. Like, well, that's – If you're so – I'm never, kind of I, indifferent and I've never Skinner. And I've never really thought He's of him to be that kind of player. No, well, no, here's, here's, the only, here's the only problem. If you're someone like Jeff Skinner and you have a big following, a big fan base – you have got to be a little more appropriate like that. You you know, I mean, well, appropriate isn't the word that I would use. Well, but let's be honest. We all have our angry moments. You know, off the, you know earlier we were talking about Jordan Bennington and his freak out he had. But it's just because Jordan Bennington's a pussy. I know, <laughs> but still, we all have those moments where what our breaking point. That might have just been his breaking point, where he's like, "All right, man, screw you, go bang, 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 bang yourself." Yeah, I mean that's all fine and dandy, but at the same time, he had the cog, like the, he had enough cognizance in him to be like, "No, don't do this." Is it really fucking worth it? Yeah. <laughs> so, would I say the suspension's fair? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And before we move on to the main topic. Uh, quick shout out in prayers to the family and him himself, Alex Petriangelo, as his currently has to take a leave of ab- absence due to an illness in the family. So prayers out to that family member, to his family, to him himself. Hopefully everything is okay over there. Hopefully he can be there for that and help them get through that tough time that they're going through. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Prayers for almost all of us here in the studio. Almost. All of us. I said all I was of about us. about to say, wow, fuck me, I no. guess. <laughs> I fuck me, no. Jerry. <laughs> Alrighty, on to week three of our main topic. 51 through 75 this week. For number 51, I have Franz Nielsen. 
I also have Franz Nielsen. I also have Franz Nielsen. Yeah, but I have an honorable mention in Valtteri Filippola. I have Valtteri Filippola and Brian Campbell. I had Brian Campbell as my yeah. honorable. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that was the, the, Those two names, there's two that you can't leave off that list, but Franz Nielsen mm-hmm. is obviously the the best one, but you can't you can't leave out that those two. No. Yeah. When you're talking about number 51. Yep. 52. Adam Foote, I yep. said. I said Adam Foote as well. See, I said Mean Mike Green. I said an Ooh. honorable mention for Mike Green. I I had I swapped the two. I it was very. I, I I did do some. I did some hardcore thinking for that one Who too. Who did Mike Green play for? Detroit. A couple different teams. Detroit, Wash. He spent some time in Washington. He was him. I want to say he was around the time with uh, Probert too. I think he was. Okay. I want to say he spent some time with Probert and. If it was, it wasn't like maybe a year or two. Yeah, it wasn't it was, very long. It wasn't yeah. very long. But regardless, the year or two that those guys were together, it was. Ooh, they brought brute force back to the Red Wings. Yeah. Nice. Like, they're <laughs> – the word of the day for them was excessive force. Moving on to so number 53. Jeff Skinner. I had Jeff Skinner. I, I did have Jeff Skinner. I had him as an honorable mention. I had Bo Horvath. I hit him. I, as, I, him I, I, I didn't give either one of them honorable mention. I said Jeff Skinner or Bo or Bo Horvath. Or Bo or Bo Horvath. Bo Horvath. Yeah. Either, one, either uh, one of the two. Uh, uh, Bo the Hor Horvath. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there you go. Fifty-four. I said. Uh, I said Adam McQuaid. I said David Jones. I said David Jones or Adam McQuaid. I said David Jones. Uh, for number 55, I haven't na- heard this name in a long time. Sergey Gonjar. I, I debated putting him, but I didn't want to be called a biased piece of shit, even though I am a biased piece of shit. <laughs> I, I had him as an honorable mention, as well as, Ethan will like this one, Mr. Nicholas Cronwall. He was my pick. He was your pick? He, he was... I had I had him as my main pick, and I had Gonchar as yeah. my I had Con- Cronwall as my honorable mention, but I had Sergey Gonchar. Gonchar. I, I had Larry Murphy as my number one. Okay. That's fair. When I first got... The only reason I picked Gonchar... You biased I, piece of shit. When I first got into hockey, Gonchar... I guess he was a penguin at one point, wasn't he? <laughs> so I have a biased piece of shit regardless. <laughs> Gonchar was one of those players <laughs> I always hear over the Penguins mic, and I'm like, man, I'd watch everything that man did. I would love a Gonchar jersey. Yeah, this is very similar to like the early, the mid, or the mid to late forties. There's like all together between like fifty one all the way up to seventy. There's only been a hundred players that have worn each jersey number in the history of the league. Yeah. So I mean, there's not a whole lot of names to choose, and some of them only wore it for four games. You know, and their your entire NHL career was four games long, and they wore the number. Yeah. Uh, but number fifty six, the only one really mentionable, I said, is Sergey Zubov. Yeah, that's who There's I not said. a whole lot else to debate on that, so we can just move right on to number fifty seven. I said David Perron. Yep. I yep. also said you know, David just per- just recently played his thousandth game. Obviously, so probably the most, the longest tenured player to wear that number. Yep, I also sure. sk- gave an honorable mention to Tyler Myers. Okay. Um, currently now the tallest player in the league. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but is he really? Yeah, after after Char retired, he's six eight. Oh shit! Well, Soderblom six eight two. Well, I guess they're tied then. Or maybe maybe Tyler Myers is six nine though. Maybe I, I just knew that Tyler Myers is now the tallest player. Maybe that was tied for the tallest player. See, I would think if you're six nine, you'd be like a goalie or something. That's what Charles is six nine. Okay. No, Tyler Myers is a defenseman like Tara. Okay. Move on to number fifty eight. I said Chris. I think Tang. we all have Chris Tang. Tang, yeah. I said David Savard. Ooh, really? he was my honorable mention. I said David Savard. He was also my one of my honorable men. I didn't, a, I didn't end up typing him, but I was between Latang and Savard. Yeah, I would say I'm going to be with just as, as much as Chris Latang has accomplished in his career. Now, now three Stanley Cups, been to four, 
you know, over now, play, very close to reaching a thousand games. Which now, being glad, I know we discussed this last week. You know, with him being very close to a thousand games, and with him coming back as soon as he has, he should, assuming everything goes well, he should be able to skate in his thousandth game by the end of the season. That he's only awesome. he's like twenty games shy at this point. Awesome. Oh really? So yeah, he was he was him and Malcolm were both both supposed to hit it this year. So okay. <clears throat> number fifty nine. Uh, I had Riosi. I had Roman Yossi. Riosi. I, I had Roman Yossi. Yeah. I had Roman Yossi. Yeah. And like, Yossi. again, you got to get Roman. Rose was uh, one of my honorable, honorable mentions. Mention to Jake Gensel because again, there has not been a lot of players that have worn this number. Yeah. So Jake Gensel has already earned an honorable mention. Yeah. I think. Is he? Is he number fifty now? Yeah. No, he, we just made it up. I. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yes, he's <number> sixty. <laughs> right. Pardon I had Jose Theodore. I also had the other yeah, thing. Another one that I think it's only like 40 players have worn this yeah. number. I said Marcus so Granlund. For yeah. 60? Yeah. Okay. Marcus Granlund? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I did not know that was a name, unfortunately. So, 61, another name I've ever heard in a long time. Good old Rick Nash. Rick Nash. Rick yeah, that's, yeah. That's, Just got yeah. his number retired last yeah, season by yeah. Columbus. Yeah, that's awesome. The number one hockey content creator in, in social media being the Nasher 61. That's where he got his name from. Yeah. You know, lifelong Columbus look at Jackets fan. His all-time favorite player is Nash. Yeah. Obviously, 61 was his number, and that's the number he wears when he plays when he plays hockey after the the great Rick Nash. That's awesome. Also, you, you can't leave off names like Mark Stone and Maxime Alfinaganov. That's a yeah. name you haven't heard in a long Mark, time. Mark Stone was a close second. He was my honorable. So, yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. I had to I had to go Nash over this one. Yeah. So, uh, 62, Carl Hagel. Hags, Carl. Hags, 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 yeah, it's yeah. another one that not, Coral. Uh, not Coral. a lot of players have worn that number. So, um, again, pretty much again, all the way pretty much up through the 60s. Number 63, Brad Marchand. Yeah. Yep. With an honorable yeah. mention to Mike Ribeiro, uh, who also played, I think it was about six or seven hundred games. My honorable mention was Tyler Ennis. Okay, I can see that one. I, I, yeah. I debated putting that one. Marshawn, and I know we dumped, and we still do quite dump on Marshawn a lot. But he, but he's, he's, he's a good player. I will admit he yeah. has bumped up on my list as far as players <coughs> in the league currently quite a bit. He, I don't say he's bumped up my list, but he's definitely... Falling on my most hated. Yeah, he has. Oh, he's he falling to... on my most hated for sure. He definitely used to be like top three easily, but like he he, he probably used to be my number two behind Tom. Wilson, I think he's probably had a lot of the dir- dirty players that have came in and out. You know, have done shit. You easily, know, he to, dropped out of my top five. Yeah, a lot, a lot more that I hate now more than him. I would but say I honestly wouldn't. I honestly would go as far as saying I don't really hate him anymore. No, like he's. Oh no, I I started but he off back the up season, he... season by saying I don't fucking hate him. Yeah. Same same with PK, you know. I used to absolutely fucking dumpster on PK. And, you know, seeing what that guy is like and what he does, it's like there's really nothing to fucking hate him about. Yeah. Like and I know a big thing with me as far as like determining NHL players go that I like and I enjoy is what they do both on the ice and yep. off the ice. Yep. And Marchand and fucking PK Obviously, two of my most—they were—they were two of my most hated players. Yeah, all seeing <coughs> what they do and their fan interaction skills, I'm like, yes. I kind of have a lot of respect for these guys now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, with uh, PK Subban with all the charity work and you know hospital mm-hmm. work. And, you know, oh, he's yeah. amazing. Well, he, he did that AL Ice Bucket Challenge where he had that fucking garbage truck of ice water dumped on him, and you know, yeah. all he donated what was like a hundred thousand dollars to ALS. Yeah. Just, and Brad Marchand donated part of his nose to... No. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
No, I would say, would I say <coughs> Marshawn's one of my favorite players in the league? No. no. Is he Excuse is me. he one that I don't mind watching now? And actually, honestly, I'm going to come out and say it. I enjoy watching him play. Oh, yeah. I enjoy watching him play. I enjoy watching what he as does. As much as I dislike the team that he's on, even yeah. Boston themselves are a fun team to watch yeah. this year. So They're a fun team to watch and... So, and I hate it, to say it, 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 it just kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody was really expecting him to do it as good as they are. Yeah. And honestly, and David Hashtag is playing out of his fucking mind right now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, watching Marshawn play is almost like watching Picasso paint. It's one of those things where, you know, as he's getting that I little... Mean, if, well, if Picasso was blind... Well, as he's getting get as, he, as he's getting older, he's getting a little more elegant with what he's trying to. Well, do. and I feel like he's calming down quite a bit. He, yeah, he's not he's not as much of an asshole. On he, he he has still has his moments. Here. Oh, he, he has still has his moments, but like, it's it was not just last it, season with Tristan Jari. It's he, not every <clears throat> freaking game. He's he going from Angus Young to Bob Ross. That's actually a really really good description. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's really really <laughs> coming good. from who it came from. That's shockingly good. That's actually wow. I actually don't think I would have been able to come up with something like that. No. That's actually really good. Moving on, number sixty-four again. Really, the only name that came to my mind immediately was Mikel Granlund. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I had Jamie McGinn as my honorable. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Honorable. I under, I didn't um, do much research on him. The, just yeah. the first one that came to mind was Mikel Granlund for me. Uh, 65. Take this one away, Ethan. I know you want to. <laughs> my boy. Andrew Shaw. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Honestly, he was one of my honorables. Same, yeah. <laughs> um, Eric Carlson. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Eric it's Carlson. kind of a gimme. And yeah. Ron Hainsey is another one that mm-hmm. a big name that you know spent multiple times with a lot of different teams. Won a Stanley Cup in Pittsburgh. Won one in was it Carolina too, two thousand six. Think so. I want to say it was Carolina as well. Yeah, I yeah, the Carolina right. right now. It was like the mid, the yeah. mid, early, mid to early two thousand. I say you can't go wrong with the flow of Eric Carlson. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though he fucking cut his hair. And then I think this but one. He's still. That man is. He is He's the Ryan Reynolds of hockey. That man okay. is gorgeous. He is very easily fuckable amongst <laughs> most men. That man is gorgeous. And now moving on to number 66, I think this is a very... Josh Hosang. I knew you were going to say that. And I was ready to fucking punch you. I was going to say on three, three two, one. Mario Lemieux. Like that's, we're not even going to argue. We're just going to move on to 67, which is, I think, I think another... I can argue. I think 67 is another kind of a give me in another current player, Max Pacioretty. Yes. Yeah. I, I had my honorable there. as Michael Froelich, too. I, I mean, that's, it's debatable, but I with as much... As an honorable. Yeah. As, as much success that Pacioretty has had, not playoff or Stanley Cup-wise, but no. No. just as far as goals, point production, just mm-hmm. success in general, he's... He's, he's up there. Number yeah. 68, I think, is, again, another kind of give me yeah. in... I've seen people trying to argue Hoffman, but like, no. 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 The man he's is, a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's a phenomenal player. And the man is 50-something years old, and he's still, still playing, playing the 200-foot game. Yeah. 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 And he is still... He, that man is snatching ankles left and right. Yeah, I've seen highlights of him still, man, and it's... Was he just turned... Did he just turn 51? 52? Oh, uh, hold on. Something like that. Hold he's, on, hold on, hold on. I know on. he's at least 50. I'm going to go 52. Yaramir Yager is 50. He's just okay. Just I thought he was a little older. It's funny because he made, obviously, after Ovi had passed Yager, he made the joke that he said, hey, keep going because I'm, he's like, I'll come, 
on the comeback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 69. Uh, nice. Only two players in the history of the NHL have worn this number. If I were in the NHL, from what I looked number up, 69, so. I said Andrew Desjardins. Andrew, I don't know Desjardins, how to say yeah. that name, so yeah. Desjardins. I'm almost yeah. positive Desjardins. Desjardins. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's Argue the other name, I don't care. Like, I, there's two, one other player you can argue. Yeah. Uh, number 70, I said Braden Holt. I said Braden Holt. I, I had to say, I didn't. Take your time. I'm trying to think of a way I could say this. I'm, I will die on this fucking hill. I don't care. You die on most of your hills, anyways. Holtby, for me, coming from a young, longtime hockey fan, is. I put him in my. Top five, top ten list of goalies of all time. Easily, in all my, time. In my list, in my personal list. Per- personal, okay, but like, so favorite or best? I should say f- favorite. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's I mean. okay. That's better. I, yeah. that, I, that came out wrong. No, I, I would. I wouldn't. He'd probably. He'd be close to that for me as well. I'd say. I'd say easily top ten. Top ten. Just shy of breaking no, the he, top he five was, spot. He was the main reason that the Penguins almost didn't take them down in 2017. He is the reason that they took us down in 2018. He is the reason, one of the reasons, main reasons they that, to, that they, they won in 2018. You know, you, you got to give love to, to, to Mr. Brayden Holtby. The whole know. beast. Number 71, Mr. Uh, 1K Evgeny Malkin. Evgeny Malkin. You can also forget guys like Nick Foligno, too. Nick Foligno. D- Dylan Larkin is making a name for himself. Sorelli's getting... But Sorelli, by the, end of, by the end of both of their careers, that might be more of a debate than it is right now. Yeah. Who knows? Honestly, yeah. Uh, 72, I had a hard time with. I have... I didn't really. I didn't really. I said Sergei Bobrovsky. I also I said, said Sergei Bobrovsky. My honorable was horny. My honorable was horny. I don't... I, I mean, it's hard to compare because they're two completely different games. Yeah. It's a goaltender and a forward. Yeah. But I mean, it's. I you think gotta give it to the Bob. The Bob. I mean, he's he's been phenomenal. He was the yeah. only, he was the only reason that Columbus had any slight success in the mid 2010s. Yeah, Sets still has multiple franchise yeah. records yeah. with Columbus still, which is going to probably be take a while for somebody to finally break yeah. that. Yeah. Getting, getting towards the very end here, number seventy three. I said Tyler Toffoli. Yep. I said yep. not a lot of, well. of arguments. I had honorable mention. I had Michael Ryder, who had was pretty good in his his days back in there. I think it was the early two thousands. Uh, played about what was it six seven hundred games and about five hundred points. I believe it was four thirty one. Okay. Yeah. Four thirty one. Games um, or points. Points. Okay. Um, number seventy four. T.J. Oshie. See, I, I had two, I, two players that now play on the same team. Who, T.J. Uh, Oshie and John Carlson. Yep, my yep, mention. I said John Carlson. You know, mm. T.J. Oshie's now 77, more 74 when he was over in uh, St. Louis. Louis. So you can obviously put him, use him for that was number. Was Oshie drafted by St. Louis? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. He might even, I think he was drafted by St. Louis. Yeah. Might yeah. even been drafted by somebody else, but... But I had John Carlson. Yeah, John Carlson is an honorable mention as well. So I thought that was kind of kind of cool that we had two players on the same team for one for the for the best and then the honorable mention. Yeah. And then number seventy five, I don't think there's much room for argument here. I said Hal Gill. Yep. Yeah. One of the better defensemen of our era. My honorable is Ryan Reeves. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's definitely he's that Hal Gill style player. Definitely doesn't put up. The goals that he should be as a forward, but I mean he is a defensive forward, so he's not not really his part of the game mm-hmm. to put in goals. He, he's it's the one him he is the one to help keep it out and to push people out of the way and be like, hey, give this puck to you know my, my other my other guys. All right, moving up. 
Sorry. Moving on to the score predictions. On Monday, we had St. Louis versus the Rangers. Final score of that game was 6-4 to four Rangers. So the only one not getting a point is Bobo because he said the Blues. But everybody else is getting uh, one point. Or I'll get two because I guess the score differential correctly. I mean, that was way off. It's only 6-4 compared to my 3-1. I'll just give myself one point for that one because that was pretty far off. But yeah, everybody gets at least one point for guessing the winner of that game. Except me. On Tuesday, uh, yeah, except for Bubba, uh, Toronto versus Dallas. The final score was four to nothing Toronto. I'm I'm torn because I was God. happy because Matt Murray got me a shout out in fantasy, but I'm like I'm like damn it I I predicted. The stars will win that one. <laughs> Again, the only one to not get a point is Bobo, who said Tor- or Dallas was going to win. Yeah, I'm probably going to go 0 4 this week because I so see like, the underdogs. Did I say Toronto yeah. won it? Or? You said Toronto won, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm yeah. the only one who won. Also on Tuesday, we had Chicago versus New Jersey. Joyzy. Winner of that one was 3 to nothing New Jersey. Oh, Bobo, <laughs> the only one who didn't get a point on that one. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> God, I mean, we're only, all, only getting one point on Still, all of these. Still, and I'm in last place now. Still. I know Jeffy gets two because he gets the point differential. He said four to one when it's three nothing. So yeah, he'll get a second damn one. It. And finally on Thursday, we had Ottawa versus Dallas. Uh, and the winner was four to three Dallas in overtime. I said four to three Ottawa in overtime. Oh. <laughs> so the only one getting a point on that one is Jeffy, who said Dallas was going to win. And Jeffy gets another four-point fucking week. You fucking cocksucker. So we'll be right back. Alrighty. So to finish tonight, we are going to do our normal predictions for games coming up. Mine is technically today because it's after midnight. So I have the Boston Bruins going against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Boston is 21-4-1. Vegas is 20 Eight and one. What a game. That's going to be a barn burner. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I'll do like a flip of a coin. Um, Give me Vegas. 3-1. Everybody vote Boston so we get to wrong again. <laughs> uh, I'm actually, I'm going to agree with Bobo. I'm going to go Vegas. Uh, do I want to agree with Bobo, though? I mean, I just uh, after last I did week's just performance. Get, yeah, I just. just um, get I'm gonna say Vegas four to three. Okay. Overtime or regulation? Regulation. I'm gonna go Boston five four overtime. Okay. I'm also going to go Boston, but I think it's gonna be a little bit more of a blowout. I'm gonna say six to three. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, moving on to Monday. Who had Monday? Uh, me. You had Calgary and Montreal. Le Canadiens de Montreal. Le Canadiens of Montreal. Uh, I say currently Calgary's 13-11-4, Montreal 13-12-2. Ooh, that'll be another good yeah. game. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. This one's actually kind of tough. Uh, give me Montreal. Give me Montreal 3-1. Uh, Jeffy, I'm gonna say Calgary two to one. Calgary two one. Yep. yep. Oh boy. Oh. 
God. I'm going to go Montreal 3-2 overtime. Okay, and... Mm, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to bite the bullet and make Jeffy the odd one out here. I'm going to go Montreal... 11-0. Mm, <laughs> no, I got, the, I got this one being surprisingly being a higher scoring one. Because uh, I know neither one of these two goaltenders are very hot right now. Or at least the starting goaltenders, that is. Um, so I'm going to say like a 5-3 to three Montreal win. Okay. You want to Tuesday, Jeffrey. Okay. I have the Seattle and Tampa game. Seattle's currently 13-8-3, while Tampa's 17-9-1. I'm going to go Tampa 5-3. Now, is it Tampa, Tampa at Seattle or Seattle at Tampa? They're at Tampa. In Tampa. Okay. Um, I'm going to obviously go Tampa because fuck Seattle, even though I'm wearing one of their shirts currently. Um. <laughs> Give me three nothing. Three nothing, Tampa. Okay, Bobo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hop on the Tampa train. Except I'm gonna go four two. <laughs> four two. Four two. I'm gonna be the odd one out this time. I'm gonna go Seattle. I was so and close. <laughs> I'm gonna say four to three Seattle. Ooh. Okay. And finally on Thursday, a, di- a little bit of a different matchup here. Uh, Nashville going up to Winnipeg. Nashville being 12-11-2. We're a lot better than I thought they were at 18-7-1. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're a lot better than I thought they were. They're I, really, really, really good. So, I am going to take Winnipeg in this one. Um, I don't think it's going to be as much of a blowout as the standings may look like. I'm going to say 4-2. to two. Hmm, That's fair. I'm going to agree with Kyle, except I'm going to go 3-1. Okay. I'm gonna say Winnipeg. Um, I'm gonna say four two as well. You agree with me exactly. Auto on out or you? No, I'm same one. Go, I'm going Winnipeg. Shit, man, this one's actually kind of weird. I just realized I put the wrong abbreviation for Winnipeg like a dumbass. WPG. <laughs> yeah, but W I N. Okay, somebody shit. <laughs> that might be my ass. Then. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a blowout. I'm going to say 4 1 Winnipeg. 4 1? Okay. Uh, okay. And just right. a quick recap Kyle takes the lead at 21. Mm-hmm. Jeffy with another five point performance tonight, bumping him up to 20. Ethan close behind at 19. And Bobo. Slight not, but still, obviously, anybody's ball game at 16. Um, so, yeah, three, pretty much all four of us within five points of each other. Yeah, so, we could half- turn this around next Bubba could take the lead next week. We'll so, see. I said we're not even halfway through the year. All so. it takes is you to spot on two and you take the lead. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that about wraps this episode of your Buck Busting Podcast out. So be sure you check out all of our social media. Check out our Facebook group. Uh, obviously, if you aren't following us here on Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button. Helps us out a lot. And if you haven't done any of that, we've been saying it since season one. What the buck are you doing? Hey, come on, guys. Give us more motivation. To do- come on! We want more motivation. Grind out more content for you guys. Come on. Come on! Also, you can do it! One more thing. Don't be afraid to check out Stumpy's.
Yeah. Don't be afraid yeah, to go throw you. axes huge, at stumpies. Huge, huge, huge thank you to them again. So. Of course, absolutely. All right. Until next week, soyo. See, See ya. Deuces. <laughs>